0: Yo, what's up? And welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode seventy-two. And to be honest with y'all, I haven't heard seen Cintalan in weeks, but we are back together. Cintalan, so how you doing, Doc?
1: Oh man, great! I can't complain. The Lakers just lost. I'm a little upset, but oh, they lost. I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
0: Hmm. We're watching it. It's how been a, it's been a
1: long by? it's been a long week, dude. Um. They only lost by two. Uh, oh, okay. Anthony Davis shot a try to shoot a buzzer for the last shot. I think Braun should have laid it up, but Anthony Davis was wide open. He missed a three pointer. So
0: all right, well you win some, you lose some, you know. Sorry, so good,
1: we're going to the finals already. So easy, tell
0: them, bro. But how, man? How you been, bro? What's what's been going on? What's been some stories? Oh, man,
1: it's just been a, a busy week at work, and uh, I officially started keto, so I've been kind of feeling weird. Hey. It's like a weird season of starting keto because the coronavirus is going around, so I don't know if I'm like keto flu or if I got the coronavirus, but I'm black, so I heard we're immune to that, so i Who did sure. you hear that from? <laughs> Twitter.
0: They lied to you. Bro, no lie. A spider. Let's just take a second. A spider climbed on my desk. It's walking on my desk right now. This is like no lie. Bro.
1: This is happening real time.
0: This is real time. I'm about to catch it, though. Are, are you gonna good.
1: free it or are you gonna kill it?
0: Well, I'm about to kill that thing. I don't play no games. Oh uh, okay. Okay, okay. Just wondering. Just making right. sure
1: what kind of what kind of man you are.
0: That that's the kind of man I am, you know? If I God... kill spiders too. Amen, bro. Um all right, let's get back <laughs> to what we're talking about. But <laughs> the spider came and tried to kill me. Uh <laughs> um, but bro, you've been busy. I've heard about it.
1: Yeah. Shoot. So I've been, yeah, super busy. Um and life has been, uh, life has been pretty good though, man. I can't complain. You know, me and my girlfriend are doing, you know, wonderful. Uh, so happy doing life with her. Um, uh, other than that, man, I just been trying to stay focused with the ministry, uh, and, and what's at hand crushing, with what God bro. placed in my life. And, um, I can't complain. What about you, bro? How you been? What's the new? Bro, awesome stories. Man,
0: I've been traveling. Um, Yeah, I've just been all over the place, bro. I was, I've actually drove, I drove over, over a thousand miles or a little under a thousand miles this past week, um, from camps to home. It was just, I was all over, so I drove, so I drove from my house and I drove down to Oregon and then I drove up to Yakima and then I drove to Spokane and then I drove back home. And so. I've been driving like crazy, but I guess one of the coolest parts was I've been able to just have conversations with the people that are on my team at the church and, yeah. and conversate. And it's just been good kind of connecting because I'm not saying we weren't close before, but just getting connecting. Like what you realize is that God really does care about team. Like he's really not interested about people who are want to be by themselves or siloed. He really wants people to come together and be in teams. Um, and yeah. so that's, that's what I've learned this week. And I guess the best story that I have and I guess it's not even really a story, but one of the best stories I have is I was at a youth gathering and kid came up to me and told me, Hey, I want to be a, I feel like I'm called to be a, I've had two kids this week tell me, Hey, I feel like I'm called to be a pastor. And I was like, what? And yeah, I feel like I'm called to be a pastor. I want to leave my, I want to leave my city. I want to leave my school changed. And I was like, what? And like, it was just like interesting because, like, these two people, like, not that you wouldn't expect it, but it was just, like, oh, wow, like, God's still working. And put in perspective, especially with all the craziness that's been going on in the ministry and that's just happening in our world, like, to see that kids are still wanting to meet Jesus and kids are mm-hmm. still wanting to experience the love of God and want to tell their friends about it. And i are like, yo, I feel like I'm called to be a pastor. Like, that's just dope to me, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm super hype about that. I'm like, let's go. It's super great. So I've honestly blurred this past week. I've yeah. blurred it. I've t- I completely blurred it. And I couldn't tell you what, what has happened in the past couple of weeks. But Simplify My Life, I think I talked about that in, my, in the podcast. And it's been great. Um, I wear the same shirt every day. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> Wow.
0: Um, I wear the same colored shirt every day. It's not like the same article of clothing. That'd be gross. I got um, you. I got you. I
1: understand. And so
0: I have like nine black t shirts and four navy t shirts, and then um, two, two, two long sleeves, one black, one gray. And that's my life now, bro, is just simple. And so I thought it would be boring, but I actually love it. I don't know why I like it. It's just like I know what I'm going to wear, I know what I'm going to dress. And I have the preaching outfit still in there. You know what I mean? Though on the gray shirt. With the White Air Forces, so life is simple, bro. And I've never yeah. felt like I've been able to get more more things done than I have been. So, yeah, man, my hey, that's, little experiment—that's
1: good to hear, bro. Worked. <laughs> that's good to hear, man. Keep it up.
0: Thanks, bro. It's yeah. worked. And so, we want to just say to our podcast people, um thank you guys so much for sticking with us. And we've taken, you know, we took two two weeks break. One, because of scheduling. Also, because I kind of think we just needed to take a break for health reasons. I mean, mm-hmm. at least I know for me. And so, we dropped the loan episode last week, and now we're back together and dropping on Saturday. So, so, Lynn, I think it's time to talk about it, bro. What
1: are we talking about, my guy? Uh, COVID-19. COVID-19, bro. Also
0: known as, formerly known the as, aka The coronavirus. And I think
1: that this talk I think it. that this thing is I think it's just crazy, bro. Like so you got a uh group of people who, in my opinion, um are, are obviously you know sick. And I and to I think that it's crazy that they're canceling everything, right? So yeah. you got Coachella that's being canceled, it's over. You got uh concerts that are being removed. Um, and, re you know, rescheduled. You got conferences that are being rescheduled and canceled. Um, hmm. And we're going through this in the midst of some of the biggest things about to happen, like Coachella. And uh, they canceled the weekend conference. And um, uh, what else got canceled? There was some other stuff that got canceled. Um, Italy were playing soccer games in stadiums packed with no fans. Um, And it's just, it's crazy to think that like the people still got to get to work on like subway trains, people still work in in buildings and businesses and offices. So it's like, you can't stop everyday life. So why are you canceling these big events? Um, Especially if now they're, you know, they're making it a thing where you've got to be 50 plus to die or 10 and under, you know what I mean? So like these people aren't going to those events. So what? Yeah. I guess you're just it's it's crazy to think that like we could potentially be in a world where things are at a, a, a standstill and a recession could happen because of a virus. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I I was talking to someone today and they kind of they t- talked about this concept of it's I mean this is first seen in our lifetime. I mean obviously me and you on the younger side of our well, lifetime. We had the lifetimes. swine
1: flu, the Zika
0: but like this stuff though, like
1: bird flu like
0: but while those things were happening like i don't think as kids we really we, are, we really understood it and it really didn't seem that like like for me at least it didn't seem like that uh that big of a deal but for this one like kids know middle school kids know elementary school kids like it's everyone's of media. yeah that's the thing is i think that's what i'm talking about it's the first of our lifetime because it's so big like everyone can know in a minute all this information and we've talked about false information before but everyone can know all this information right away and so i think it's interesting like that people are freaking out people are going to buy toilet paper people are buying masks people are buying all this stuff and people are saying like masks and gloves retro like virtually will not help you at all
1: they won't help you they (laughs) said that from the jump and so they told you to wash your hands, put on hand sanitizer, and don't put your hands in your mouth. They never said wear gloves. They never yeah. said wear masks, because that stuff is not gonna protect you from the virus. It's not. Yeah. It's just not. But also, why do people need to stock up on toilet paper? I don't understand I don't
0: get that. I don't get that one at all. I Costco's
1: like limiting you one pack a person at Costco now.
0: But what you can is only buy to-
1: one pack a person?
0: What is cause people are gonna stay inside so they need to buy yeah. this toilet paper?
1: That's so weird. There's a family. I don't know where they're from, (laughs) but I read an article about a family that accidentally ordered $2,135 worth of toilet paper online.
0: Oh, wow. Wait, $2,135? Hold on. Wait a
1: second. $2,135.
0: I don't have that much money in my bank account. Hold up, bro.
1: Worth of toilet paper.
0: On accident, right?
1: On accident, but still, oh, okay. it's like, even if you did that on accident, you were ordering an amount that is ridiculous. What yeah. do we need that much toilet paper for? She was Before just to throwing
0: sleep. toilet paper in the freaking <laughs> in the car. Yeah,
1: I could see, I could see if you like up order it on water. Like, okay, that makes sense. Now you don't have to order water for a year. But toilet yeah. paper, dog.
0: Like, yeah, I don't, man. I just think people love to, people love to freak out, right? Like.
1: It's like a, it's like a low key side hustle though. You could go get, you could go hey, make some real. pretty, you could go make some pretty good money off
0: that too. I f- I'm finna start slinging toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I saw this article and it said, the reason people are doing all these things is because they, they want this sense of control, right? Like, they want this sense of like, cause they can't. Cause bottom line is, no one can control any of this. Yeah. None of us are in charge of this. None of us can't like none of us can fix like fix this we can help but none of us have control and so what toilet paper um my mom was telling me about this like it offers people control it's something that they can say i have control over this i can tell i can see how much toilet paper i have so if something goes bad that happens like how much toilet paper i have or um and also because what's it called it said consuming beget, begets consuming. So like if I start consuming all these things, like if I run through your neighborhood to Lynn and I'm like, yo, the British are coming, the British, or like, you know, go buy this, go buy this. Someone in your neighborhood is going to be like, oh, I really need to go buy this now. Yeah. And so people are seeing that everyone's buying toilet paper and they're like, all oh, freaking out. They're like, yeah, I need toilet paper too.
1: <laughs> That's so crazy though. Like I would never, I would never feel the need to, um, I would never feel the need to stock up on things of of that nature. Like if yeah. I'm in a if I'm going through a crisis, like that's a smart thing to have. Obviously, if you're locked up in your place for 14 days, you gotta have toilet paper, right? Mm-hmm. But I would consume canned foods, water, you know, things that are gonna get me to stay alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Things that yeah. are gonna keep me feeling comfortable in my own home. Maybe an extra pair of like socks to stay warm or something. Yeah. If I don't want to turn the it's heat not, on. Like,
0: toilet paper to me it's just like, we're, make, like
1: toilet paper though, you know, and we're fighting over it in the stores now. It's like, this is becoming way too big of a deal. Like, yeah. but 21, $2, $2, $2,100 $2 is a lot of money on toilet paper. Yeah. And I can tell you that uh, she made a big mistake and she probably can't return those.
0: Yeah, you can't. I, mean, I don't think you. I don't think Amazon's gonna take toilet paper back. Brad, but she, so. can,
1: hey, but she can get a a crucial side hustle going now.
0: Oh shoot, I'm slinging toilet paper you right. You know what I'm saying? Especially paper, if
1: it's especially if it's out of stock.
0: Yeah, well, I'm making
1: me a side. I'm making me a side.
0: Business. Start going. Start going in on the <laughs> toilet paper, bruh, for real.
1: Hundred dollars roll. I saw a TikTok today with this girl was pretending to be a drug dealer, and so she put like a bag of, uh, toilet paper in her, uh leather jacket mm-hmm. and this guy walked up to her and she just throws up 10 like $10 and so she cuts open this pack of toilet paper and hands in one roll and he no. thought that he was getting a whole pack <laughs> $10 a roll keep going
0: Dang. <laughs>
1: and I was like Dang. this is going too far man. Dang, man but no it's definitely a scary thing though you know you don't yeah. want your old people you don't want your old people getting it you don't want the young people getting it you don't want anybody getting it because yeah. obviously it's a virus that can kill but um to say the least man we're just we're in a season where we just need to buckle down and and be uh prayer warriors so
0: yeah we gotta be i i struggle with this because i'm the guy that's like you know I, I i don't freak out and maybe i should start freaking No, maybe I'm not about this but i just don't i don't worry i don't stress i and i know that other people do and so i not you know, projecting what what I do to other people. But mm-hmm. I think as believers, and I'm with you, we have to be wise and it's okay to be scared. But as faith people, it's the same thing that we talked about with the Starbucks cup or the, any other thing that Christians love to get freaked out about. This is one of yeah. those things where I'm like, we're not even on the right side of this. Like, yeah, I think... Like, I truly believe, like, there's not enough voices out there who are like, hey, Jesus, like, just posting on Instagram video, yo, Jesus, cover this place, cover this place, cover this, like, I mean, we're having to shut things down, we're having to move Mm -hmm. things down, and I think, I think it is an act of spiritual warfare, because, we talked about this today, is kids can get it, but kids are not dying from it, um, at such a high rate as, older adults are and it's interesting to me of like man like this is spiritual warfare bro like he's i mean congregations are having to cancel they canceled uh, in our in our area they have this thing called the weekend they canceled that like the stuff is happening stuff is getting canceled and so it's how are we going to respond i think as believers we have to respond with not saying ah oh, it's not an issue or it doesn't exist but respond like you're saying, prayer warriors, having faith that Jesus is going to keep moving,
1: keep yeah. doing what He
0: do, and that He's going to uh, give us a hedge of protection over this. And you can, we can keep freaking out as everyone else is, or we can actually be the light and liberate people from anxiety and stress, and be like, "Yo!" So I'm preaching now, but you can be like, "Yo!" Like, here's peace, here's the peace of Jesus. And so, I, I think we should be worried, and we should be. Weary and wash your hands and all that stuff shower do all that stuff but also we as believers gotta be like you know prayer warriors Definitely. and also Definitely. be the light in this situation so that's why i feel dog um some people get mad when i talk like that they're like no man it's a big deal I'm like i'm not saying it's not a big deal like if you think i'm saying that then you're lying to yourself i just yeah. think we can be more um i don't know more more intentional with our language around it instead Mm -hmm. instead of the rest of the world. So there's that bro. Don't order toilet paper. It's not going to help you. Don't order masks. It's not going to help you. Gloves are not going to help you. I know you want control, but Jesus is in control. Okay. Okay. All right, bro. Before we get into our, um, our new segment called captions, which is kind of hard, but, um, which one you want to talk about? You got, we got LeBron James MVP on here and you got Apple is testing a new feature that will allow you to unsend a message.
1: Yeah. So I don't know exactly. I did talk about again, that's that. A, that's something I just saw uh, online where, and I thought it would be like a funny topic to talk about because you're in that moment where you're angry, you're fighting with your girlfriend fighting with your wife, significant other. And, uh, you send a message and you're like, ah, maybe I shouldn't send that. So then you hit an unsend before it actually officially sends. So like, you know, I'm wondering if they're going to, cause you know, it's, it's obviously a test, so we don't know exactly what it looks like, but I'm wondering if they're going to be like, are you sure you want to send this message? So then you read it again and you're like, nah, let's just not send that one. Right. So uh, I think that's, I think that's so, it's so funny, but at the same time, it's like, what world do we live in where, we are allowed to now unsend text messages if we think that we can't live with the fact that we said what we said
0: how does that work though so like (laughs) it would just disappear from their phone
1: so what i'm guessing is because if you hit send no matter what it's gonna it's gonna get delivered yeah so my theory behind it is there's going to be a a prompt that comes up right so you you have the unsend app working now through iOS, whatever 14 that comes out eventually. And you hit send. And before the message actually sends, I think there's going to be like an unsend button. So you have a certain amount of time to unsend the message before the receiver receives the message. Hmm. Does that make sense? That's the only thing that I can think of that works because if the message is already sent and they're already read it, then there's no way that you can you know, it's already on their phone at that point.
0: So yeah, dude, um, I don't know, bro. I think if you start using that feature, I I can't trust you, bro. Like, what you gotta understand, dog? Like, that's what
1: I'm saying. Very true. But like, my only thing is, is I would never do that with the homies because I don't care what I send. Them. If I send something <laughs> to the homies, it's like they're the homies. But if I'm sending something to my girlfriend, just because we got into an argument or something, then. Maybe I do. Like, I get, I, you know what I mean? I get angry and I'm like, I get angry and I'm like,
0: you know fool, what, bro?
1: I'd be like, you know what, Jordan? You're wrong. Everything you say is wrong. I'm mad at you right now.
0: I'm yeah, am going You, 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 want, you want to unsend that one. And yeah. then I
1: unsend it and I'm like, babe, I love you. You're right. Everything you say is right.
0: <sighs> bro, I don't know, dog. You I know think I mean? you got to let your yes be yes and your no know be no, bro. The text <laughs> messages reveal your heart. You feel me? I've sent some mean stuff. I cannot moment, send it.
1: In a moment's ah, time. Nah, bro. <laughs> in a moment's in a moment's time, Nate, there are times and you can admit this where you send something where you're like, ah, I probably shouldn't have said that.
0: Yeah, that's facts.
1: I, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. Like you send it, you're like, ah, that wasn't the right wording, or Ooh, she's not yeah. gonna like that one. You know what I mean? So I could see uh, where it could benefit a guy like me or you. You know what I mean?
0: yeah that's good bro i i i don't trust it i don't trust it i, I don't think they should add it because then you go you think you, you think the world's a mess now wait till i have kids calling me saying my boyfriend unsent the message And i'm like i don't know what to tell you honey like because because the thing is is on instagram when someone unsends a message that it tells you it goes this user has unsent this message and so I wonder if iPhone will tell you, hold up hold
1: up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, you can do that on Instagram.
0: Oh yeah. You can delete a mess, any message on Instagram.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah. Cause it's on, it's on a server, not sent. It's sent, you know, on like a server, Instagram server. It's not sent on like a phone, whatever you call that.
1: Wow. So you can delete it before they see it kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, but it'll tell you that it'll tell them no matter what, whether they saw it or didn't see it, it'll tell you that you've unsent a message.
1: Gotcha. So, so then people, people are like, "Why'd you unsend that message?" Yeah, what did like, you unsend? Yeah, maybe it's not a good idea then. I don't think it is. I think I think we should, especially if you get a notification for it. Oh if yeah. I get right. a, if I if I unsend a message to my girlfriend at that point, and she's like, "What? What were you going to send me initially?" I'm like. How much I love you, like
0: I <laughs> <really> look... <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know, man. I don't think they should do it, but whatever. Yeah, um, no. so I just saw
1: it. It was like, is this a, like actually gonna be a feature? So,
0: <laughs> oh, <You're... laughs> <Well>, um, dude, <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. But uh we're gonna move on from silly Instagram captions. Uh We still got more COVID to talk about. COVID nineteen. Um, and, but we're going to enter this new, uh, this new part we like to call we like to call it captions. And what we like to do with captions is this is concept of Instagram is the biggest thing on the earth right now to So biggest thing on the earth. And what we want to do is we want to take questions that you guys get asked every day. And most of them will be leaning towards the topic that we're talking about. Uh, But this week there's going to be random questions that we had people ask us. And we're going to first answer them in an Instagram caption form. So either short or like something that's like cute or quotable. And then we'll go deeper into that answer. Um, and they can, there'll be questions about faith. We got a question about COVID-19 on here. Like, it's just going to be, it's going to be a lot of things. And so we're going to answer three questions today, uh, to Lynn and I I will give you three little Instagram captions and you can post them if you want, whatever. We ain't that cool, but you can do it if you like. Um, <laughs> So the first question to Lynn, this one's for you. Okay. Is what motivates you, bro? What what gets you excited? Um, what wakes you up every day? What's your why? What motivates you? In an in Instagram caption.
1: I'm trying to think of like what what would be the most clever Instagram caption for what motivates to Lynn. I would start off by saying faith, family, friends, community.
0: Ooh. Hold up, bro. That goes hard. Okay. Faith, family, friends, community. And I didn't mm.
1: and, and I put it in that order because uh obviously God comes first in my life. Um and and he's the ruler of all and he deserves all of our praise. Uh so what motivates me is is knowing that, you know, the more that I give to him, um, the less I'm giving to the world. Um, and then my family, obviously. I love my family, uh, with everything that I have. Um, and then, you know, I love my people, the people I surround myself with that motivate me to be better people, motivate me to get up and do things better. Right. And so, and then the community I have, the the people I surround myself with at church that are holding me accountable, um, to my small groups and holding me accountable to diving into my word. And, yeah. um, and just being a better man. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say faith, family, friends and community is what motivates to learn.
0: That's good, bro. My Instagrammable caption would be, uh, bringing people on the outside into God's story. Ooh. Um, a hey, shoo. Sure. um, but super simple. I really do feel like there's people who are on the outside um of god's story and we don't talk about them enough and i feel like god has called me to make sure that they're brought into his story um and uh what what i like to call it is centering the message of the gospel on the oppressed making sure that they know that the gospel's for them it wasn't while the rich people can believe in jesus it was focused more towards people who had less had nothing um Didn't have privilege. And so that's why I feel like what motivates me. is like, man, I just want to see people who are on the outside brought into God's story and and, and valued into God's story. So there's that one. And let's see, another caption. If you were to make an Instagram caption, the next question would be, what would you tell the people who are fearful or paranoid of COVID-19? Instagram caption. (laughs) <laughs>
1: prayer, prayer works.
0: <laughs> Ooh, okay. I go deeper. What's up with that?
1: I would say, I would, I would. The picture I would have would be of a guy on his knees praying at the altar, because I believe we are in a season right now, and we will touch on this further. Where you said it yourself, we are not responding right because we're in a crisis and we're scared. Mm-hmm. Um. But in this season, I feel like as Christians, we have to lean into uh, what we know is the right thing to do, um, and that is to give God praise yeah. and pray um, for the sick and the brokenhearted, people who are losing people and people who are, mm-hmm. who are getting sick. Um, and, and we're in a world where right now we're in trouble, um, and I think it's time for us to buckle down and put on our caps and, and become prayer warriors because it's scary. Um, and the only thing I know to do when I'm scared is to to give it to God. So
0: hey, um,
1: I think it's time to do that. So,
0: Hey, I'm going to retweet to Lynn's per caption. I'm not going to add anything. Prayer works. That's it. <laughs> I would works. I, I'd also say, I guess if I would add, I'd say prayer works, comma, lead with wisdom and faith. And um, how do you make sure that you're wise, but you also have faith in these conversations as well? Um, so that's our Instagram, and then our last one, our last questions that we got is, "What's one thing you struggle with in your relationships, and how do you get through it?" Ooh. Instagram caption.
1: You go first on that one.
0: All right. One thing I struggle with. Cont- I'm just gonna answer the second part of it: is how do I get through it? The one thing I struggle with is control. I really want control. I want to make sure things kind of go my way. A lot of people don't think it. A lot of people think I'm like free range, but till then, you know me, I like yeah. things a certain way, right? Like yeah. you, like, 100%. <laughs> you know me. And so control and how do I get through it? Uh, the control was never meant to be mine. Um, and I think that's the whole faith thing is I think, so I'm a Enneagram seven wing eight and the eight is a dominant feature. Like you're just wanting to dominate and take control, all this stuff. And so that's where I'm at right now is um, I want to take control and I feel like I'm never the, I was never the one who was meant to be in control because of sin. That is why I get to have control over situations. I truly do believe. Um, Now I do believe God gave us, you know, God did give us authority in the Garden of Eden, he gave us authority. He, he said, you reign over everything. But there's way too many things that I control that I feel like I have control over when God is actually taking care of it all. And so uh, in relationships and in, in kids' relationships and job relationships, I want control. But I need to realize that God is working so much for his good. And so my scream question would be, um, I always want control, but the control is never meant to be mine. It was never meant wow. to be mine. So wow. what Why yours, bro?
1: I would say communication is key. Caption uncaptioned. It could either make or break you. And Ooh. I say this. I say this because communication is obviously key in any relationship. And mm-hmm. I'm speaking right now for my significant other relationships. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> communication is key. I'm the kind of guy that likes to communicate. So anything that's on my mind, on my heart, it's going to get said. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily go the correct way. Um, Sometimes I need to shut up. Um, And I I think that sometimes uh, needing to shut up means venting to other people or um, asking questions before I assume or let's put it this way, communication is key when you're asking the right questions or saying what's actually on your mind, right? Yeah. So um, even a relationship with students, like if I'm asking the right questions, digging deep and building relationships, then I'm doing communication, right? But mm-hmm. then the moment I start assuming and coming down on people, which I have had tendencies to do, I'm not perfect, obviously, um, then, I'm, then I'm breaking those relationships and those trustworthy bonds that I've built um, yeah. or now being tarnished because I made a mistake. Um, so I, I just watching what you say, using your tongue wisely, in um, mm-hmm. relationships is is something that I feel like um, that I could do better with, and, and that I'm working on.
0: So that's good, bro. Shoot, man. So those are your Instagram captions. Um, super simple, but that'll be our new series that we talk. We're just going to talk about, hey, like, what are people talking about, and what would how would we answer them. How would we answer oh. these questions? And so there's our What so That leads us to next is our leadership thoughts. A leadership thought is super quick. This is actually going to be super quick. This isn't going to be a long drawn out thing. Uh, Talyn and I have shared enough about this, but how do we respond in hysteria?
1: Hmm.
0: And I'm going to share, I'm going to share scripture. And maybe a lot of people don't think about it in hysteria, but you remember when Jesus, uh, he calms the storm, right? And then he comes over and he heals the demon possessed man. Yeah. And he sends the demons to the pigs. People say, Hey, get out, bro. You, you can't be doing that. Get out. He leaves crosses and he comes to this town and they're excited to see him. There's hysteria in that, right? Like when people are excited, there's some, some hysteria. And Jarvis comes up and says, yo, my daughter's dying. I need you to come like, hey, yo, come take care of her. And Jesus is like, "All oh, right, bet. Let's go. We're going to go over to your house. Still hysteria. Like people are like, look at this Jesus, guys. Look at this Jesus, guys. Look. Think about how Jarvis is feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And and then they get to the they're halfway there or whatever. And this woman who has the issue of blood, the ailment of blood, uh, walks over, touches the fringes of his robe and says, uh, yeah, it was me who touched your robe. Jesus is like, who touched me? I felt power come out of me. And more hysterical, like Jesus, everyone was touching. He's like, no, I know someone touched me. Now, someone
1: touched me, yeah.
0: Think of it. Shame that she feels. Yo, sorry, Jesus. But he's like, no, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you well. Go, it keeps going, keeps going. Jairus now, a homeboy comes and says, hey, yo, your daughter's dead, homie. They took too long. Jarvis is like, oh, well, thanks. Jesus is like, thanks for, you know, willing to help out. But uh, she's dead. Jesus is like, what you tripping about? Oh, we still about to go do some work. Pulls up to the house. Ah, she ain't dead. She's just asleep. Gangster, right? And responds to mass hysteria, mass hurt, mass pain. How? Your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith, your faith. And response to the mass hysteria and heals. And so I think when we need to respond hysteria is Jesus, what is he doing is he calms, right? He mm-hmm. calms them. He says, yo, like, hey, I know, I know we're freaking out, but she's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Second thing is peace. Uh, think about the immense peace that the woman felt and that Jairus would have felt when Jesus had the confidence to say, no, we still got your mission that you sent me on. We're still gonna go do it. And I think about this third piece is wisdom, right? Because after, this is going to sound funny, but after the little girl awakes, what happens? She gets, he's like, hey, get her some food. She hungry, bro. Like, <laughs> wisdom. And I think if, if we can have all those things kind of come together yeah. when, when reacting to this crazy thing that's going on in the world, which is real. If we can be, have a sense of calm, have a sense of peace, have a sense of wisdom. I think we'll help, we'll, we'll help share the gospel message. We'll help tell people about Jesus in this, you know, in this season and in this crazy time. So yeah, that's what I got, bro. What are you thinking?
1: Man, I said it earlier, um, especially with what we got going on, uh, with like, uh, COVID-19. It's just a time where we lean into, uh, faith, um, what we believe in as Christians, um, which is is God being the ruler of all, and 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 praying for uh, the sick, the brokenhearted people who lost, and people who are going through uh, tough times with this virus, um, missing work, not being able to get to work, losing jobs, people losing businesses. We're going through a crisis, um, and I think it's 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 time now to press in. Um, Sundays are being live recorded live recorded for people to watch rather than people yeah. being able to attend church. Uh conferences are being closed. So Jesus is not being taught to people, you yeah. know, how many lives could have been saved at the weekend, you know, mm-hmm. or how many people could have been touched this Sunday at church because now they're scared, you know? So it's, it's really a time to, to, to really just be people um, Yeah. And I think that that's the biggest thing is, is prayer. And I know how cliche it sounds. Um, and it's not really much to say about it because it's simple as just, "Hey God, we're yeah. going through something. Send down angels, help us. You know, Amen, we're in, we're in a place right now where we need to be covered. You're right. So, um, that's my thoughts on, on on the crisis we're in right now and yeah. and everything that's going on. I'm praying for. Um, I'm praying for you know people who are sick and people who are going to be sick and yeah. just the world. That's that that we're in. Colleges are closed. Like people aren't sure. even be able to go to school. You know, so it's it's crazy.
0: It's a lot, man. But hey, man, let's pray right now. You know what? That's yeah. what we got to do. Let's yep, pray. Let's do it. Jesus, we thank you for um, we thank you for this. What you're doing, uh, yeah. even though we're praying on a podcast and there's no corona being spread here, uh, we just thank you for who you are and that what you're doing. We just pray for peace for people. If they're listening to this podcast and they have anxiety about what's going on. We say bring peace. And we we say that as uh, churches or whatever moves to live recording or whatever happens, that your gospel message is still shared. Come um, on. And that uh, people wouldn't look at this event. and We wouldn't say it like, hey, you're making this happen. But may you bring those who are lost closer to you. Come on. Uh, may you bring those who are lost closer to you. We ask for peace to the families who have lost loved ones. And uh, we ask for provision over the ones who um, are looking at their finances saying, how are we going to deal with this? How's this going to work? And so uh, we thank you for who you are. You are good. Uh, in your name we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank Amen, you, bro. Jesus.
0: Come on, dude. So, hey, pray, y'all. Pray, pray, pray. But to Lynn, get us out of here, bro. Before you do, before you do, um, we will be back next Saturday, of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. To Lynn, what a great episode but man get us out of here bro so we can get out of here
1: jesus is the only one hey
0: we love you guys so much we'll catch y'all next week peace (laughs) i love it peace (laughs)
1: I do